We want to say welcome to God's house this morning, and we want to thank God for allowing us to be in his house this morning. Good to see everyone that's come. We appreciate Sunday school this morning. Thank the Lord for it. We thank the Lord for every person that's here. And uh, if you're a visitor, we especially want to say thank you for coming this morning. We appreciate you being here. I have a, a passage of scripture I'd like to share in opening this morning. It's in uh, the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. Excuse me, yes, fifth chapter of the book of Romans, and uh, starting at verse 7. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so that's telling about the great love of God. Let's all stand up for just a moment. And we bow our heads in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your house this morning. God, thank you that you loved us so much that while we were yet the enemies of the cross, we were sinners, you sent your son to die for us. God, thank you for your great love that you commended toward us, and it's available for us today. And God, we thank you for it, and we're glad we can feel it in our soul this morning. God, we pray for this service and ask your blessings, God. Lord, we need your help uh, for us to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we surely need your help. We couldn't do it without you. And, God, we pray that you speak to people's hearts and call people to an altar of repentance. We ask you these things and praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We're going to turn service over to the choir. Brother Sean. Pray. 59.
me again. Uh, I can say it's good to be in the Lord's house this morning. Uh, thankful for him good songs. Uh, I'm glad I'm on my way to that fair land one of these days. Uh, I can say if you're here in Lost, why, uh, you could get something that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Right. And it'll take you to the other side. So, uh, we'll ask everybody to stand this morning. Ask anybody who's got an unspoken prayer request. Anybody got a spoken? I want to make a prayer request for Preacher Larry Head. He's, he's doing okay now, but a few days ago he was in the hospital with heart problems. And so remember him and uh, uh, Preacher Chris Page just a little over a week ago, he was in the hospital with some liver problems. So, so pray for those preachers and uh, let's pray for this service today that uh, uh, just like you said, that God might uh, really move and speak to people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Remember our sick people. Ones that can't be here. What? Yeah. Anybody else? Certainly remember Neil.
this improv. at this time if anybody's got a song or a testimony on their heart. Pray for him, church. to tell my experience a little bit this morning to the kids in Sunday school and I got a blessing out of it and, uh, I was uh, watching a video and uh, it was supposed to be back in Bible times and uh, it kind of shocked me because they introduced a character and he was really a nice character and he he was really pleasant and outgoing and and they toward the end of the video when he finally got introduced they, they asked him his name and he said my name's Judas and it kind of shocked me because in my mind when I read the Bible and I've read about Judas, you know, he betrayed Jesus. And I guess in my mind I've always thought of Judas as a kind of a dark and uh, if you'll have it in a silly way, a sinister character. But what I realized when I read that or when I saw that is there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. There's going to be a lot of people that had really good intentions and that were really nice and really outgoing. And you have to be saved. It doesn't matter if on the outside you're a good person or if you do. I mean, some of the disciples, they were, they were rough around the edges. We might look at some of them and, and roll our eyes at times, just like we do ourselves, but you've got to be saved. And uh, I'm just saying this. <clears throat> Sometimes down here, all too soon we must part. But I won't leave the ones I love 
a broken heart. My friends, someday if you can't find me, don't you worry, I know exactly where I'll be. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me. In the morning, I'll be in glory with Jesus, my King. If you don't see me tomorrow, I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. You too can also do what I have done. Make sure of your trip to that home before setting sun. For there will be joy in the tears of those who weep. If you've said, I'll see you in the morning before you sleep. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me. In the morning, I'll be in glory with Jesus, my King. If you don't see me tomorrow, I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. Where there's no more brokenhearted and the day has always just started, I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. Thankful for that beautiful song. Anyone else got a song or a testimony this morning? Amen. Good to be in the Lord's house. I appreciate the service so far. Sunday school was good. Service so far has been good. I appreciate the choir. Uh, special song, opening up. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I know where I'm going. And I'm glad that while I'm on the journey going there, and I'm not questioning about going to heaven, I, I'm, I'm going to heaven. That's positive. Because I'm saved by God's grace, washed in the blood of the Lamb, cleaned up by the power of God. But while I'm on my journey, from the time I got saved until I die, I need to make an effort to live for the Lord. And uh, Brother Carl talked about that some Sunday school this morning. And uh, I can live for the Lord. And you can live for the Lord. If you've been saved by God's grace, you can live for him.
because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. And so choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Now, that's to everybody. If you're lost, uh, you can choose to seek the Lord and get saved, and then uh, God will save everybody that's willing to believe and repent. And uh, then once you get saved and you've got that uh, Holy Ghost living in your soul, God the Father and Son and the Holy Ghost, you can follow Jesus because he's there to guide you and to help you. And so I'm glad to be here this morning, glad to see everybody that's here and appreciate what I've already felt and uh, glad to see Anthony sitting on the front bench this morning. That blessed my heart. I just, uh, uh, not to embarrass you, but I just come to my mind so strong I just had to say it, Anthony. And I thank the Lord and there's others here this morning that's been sick and not able to come and you've come back. I won't try to name everybody, but I just thank God for his mercy and his grace. I want to read some uh, again and read a little more from the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. And uh, then uh, you pray and uh, we'll look over in the eighth chapter of the book of John. <clears throat> but again, in the fifth chapter of the book of Romans, if you'd like to read with me, uh, starting uh, at verse 8. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we shall also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we now have the atonement. And so that's probably enough reading. And I want to use a text this morning. Uh, God is not mean. And uh, maybe an odd sounding text, but uh, I keep hearing things in the world. The world wants to give God a reputation of being a mean, hateful God. God's not mean this morning. Uh, God's a loving God. Uh, if God, uh, <clears throat> if he was even uh, uh, just neutral, uh, he wouldn't have done what he done for you and I. Uh, but he's far from being mean. He's a loving, compassionate, uh, kind God. And where it said down here, if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God uh, by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And so reconciled means being brought together. Something that's been spread apart, when it's reconciled, it's brought together. And so when this says here, uh, when we were enemies and when we were in sin, uh, we were the enemies of righteousness. Uh, sin is the enemy of God. But uh, God wasn't mean to us. He, uh, he didn't uh, reject us or, or throw us away or uh, uh, knock us down. Uh, but he gave his son and he gave the power of the Holy Spirit uh, to call and speak to us. Now, as I said, I want to look over in the eighth chapter of the book of John, a very familiar scripture. Uh, here in uh, chapter 8 in the book of John, uh, starting at verse 3, and the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him, that was brought unto Jesus, a woman taken in adultery. And when uh, they had set her in his midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. And so that's, uh, uh, I'll read one more verse, verse uh, 7 down here. Now, when they uh, continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. And so I'll try to fill in the 
blanks are. There's a lot more to it. But these men brought this woman to Jesus, uh, caught in the act of adultery, and they asked Jesus, should we stone her? That's according to Moses' law, they said. Uh, but you can read here when uh, Jesus stooped down, he just acted like he wasn't even listening to him. Act like he heard him not, the Bible said. He stooped down and he wrote on the ground. And uh, when he'd written on the ground and, and uh, he raised up, and he said, uh, he that's without sin, let him cast the first stone. But the Bible said uh, they were convicted in their hearts. And so when God uh, began to move and begin to speak, and uh, these men, they wanted him uh, to tell them, yeah, uh, let's just stone this woman. But God loved her, and God, it was, it was not God's will. He wanted that woman hurt. He wanted to help her. And so God's not mean. Those, those men were mean, but uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, when he stooped down and he wrote in the stone, and I've heard it uh, conjectured about what did he write in the stone. I've got my opinion. I, I don't know what he wrote in the stone. Uh, but uh, when uh, those men uh, listened to him, and, and when they saw what he'd written in the stone, uh, they were convicted in their hearts. Uh, he may have written down uh, some things about sin that apply to their lives, and they may realize uh, they were just as in much need of judgment as that woman was. Uh, but I praise God uh, that uh, Jesus, uh, he had uh, uh, something better than uh, just judgment. Uh, he had uh, righteousness. Uh, he had forgiveness uh, lined up for that woman. And, and I praise God that he did. Uh, and so when the Bible said, when they were, uh, found this woman, she was in the act of adultery. Uh, here's what the Lord said. Uh, and I I like this. I want you to pray very earnestly. Let me get back here to the eighth chapter. He, he said, he that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And, and when he stooped down, he wrote on the ground. When they heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, uh, went one by one, beginning at, at the eldest, even to the least. When Jesus, when he spoke to the woman in, he said, Woman, uh, where art thine accuser? Uh, she said, uh, hath, He said, no, Hath no man condemned thee? Verse 11, she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Uh, praise God. Uh, I'm telling you what, I come to Jesus one time. Uh, uh, just as guilty as that woman was. Well, preacher, you got saved when you was 12 years old. Yeah, well, were you guilty of adultery? No, uh, but I was guilty of sin. Uh, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, you know, we got a sign up there, uh, a plaque on the wall that lists the Ten Commandments. Uh, I'm telling you what, there's not a one of us here uh, that can say we've kept all ten of those commandments, uh, but yet by the shed blood of Jesus. Uh, uh, if you come uh, and you repent and you believe in Christ, you can have your sins washed away and praise God I'm glad I'm saved today I wasn't uh, worthy to get saved I didn't earn salvation and you haven't earned salvation and you're not worthy to get saved on your own merits either but by uh, the grace of God you can have salvation God is not a mean God uh, when he uh, told that woman he didn't say adultery was okay uh, not at all uh, but he didn't jump on her about that uh, uh, he just uh, forgave her uh, she called him Lord uh, she trusted in him I'm telling you what uh, God he wants to forgive us he wants to be good to us let me go to another case uh, of a woman uh, that was in an adulterous situation uh, we preach her about her a lot uh, she was 
was a woman that Jesus came to at the well. She was the woman of Samaria. Well, preacher, how do you know she was in an adulterous situation? Uh, while they were talking, Jesus said to her, go call your husband. She said, I have no husband. He said, thou hast rightly said, because you've had five husbands, and the man you're with now is not your husband. Uh, but Jesus uh, didn't throw her away. Uh, praise God. Uh, he was there to help her. Uh, he loved her. Preacher, how do you know? Uh, because that's why he went to the well that day. He wasn't there by coincidence. He was there on purpose uh, to help that woman. Uh, whatever sin you've got in your life, uh, I'm telling you what, uh, God is able to forgive it. God loves you. Sometimes people will tell me, I, maybe I talk to them after church, we've had a good spiritual meeting, good conviction, God spoke to their hearts, uh, and maybe they say, I should have come to the altar, but uh, I've got some things wrong in my life. Uh, don't let that stop you from coming to Jesus, uh, because I want to quote this again, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, I, I'm just an old sinner that's been saved by grace. I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven, but I'm not going to heaven because I'm a preacher. I, I, I can't feel the Holy Spirit just because I'm a preacher. I feel the Lord because God saved my soul and I'm going to heaven because I've had my sins washed in the blood of the Lamb. God is not mean. God is good. And, and I, I want you to know today, uh, let me, and I need somehow, uh, kind of uh, focus, God's focus, my attention on adultery. Uh, but again, I want you to uh, recognize and know whatever sin you've committed, all uh, ten of them, if you want to read down through them, uh, we're guilty in some aspect of something somewhere. There's not a one that's kept the law perfect. Uh, but listen to me today. Uh, God will forgive you whatever you've done, wherever you've been, uh, whatever your problems are. God loves you. And that's why Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. I don't feel like preaching a long time. I just want to get you a song ready. I, I would to God today that somebody would recognize how good God is and come to the Lord. I praise God today. We've got a God that loves us. He's not a mean God, and he'll forgive sin, whatever it is. Uh, God cares about you. And, and the verse of Scripture is probably the most well-known in all the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, when you get saved, now you've got eternal life. When you get saved, it's a home run. Uh, made by Jesus, not you. Uh, made by Jesus because when you get saved, you've got eternal life. You're going to go to heaven. But let me, let me say this to you before we sing this morning. Go ahead and stand up if you will. Let me say this to you. If you're here today and you've been saved, God's been good to you. If you're here today and you've been saved and you aren't living for him like you should, I'd like to beg you to come and repent and get in. Let your light shine where you can be a witness to somebody. You can help somebody that's lost. Uh, God's been good to you. You ought to try to be good to God. And if you're lost today, I've said this over and over this morning. If you're lost today, please come to Jesus and let him save you because he loves you. While we sing, you come. Would you come? If God's calling you, you need to come. Would you come right now? God sure does love you. God cares about you. God's not a mean God. He's kind. He's forgiving. He's loving. 
He's compassionate. And He's all-powerful. There are circumstances in our lives from time to time that we can't help, we can't change, but God can. When we come to God, He gives us a power to help it. He has the power to change it. He's a great, powerful, all-wise, loving God. You might, you might be such a, a compassionate person, such a good person. Back to what Brother Barry said in his opening remarks about the, about the story about Judas. Seeming in the story pictured him uh, kind and nice and so on. I've known lots of good people in my estimation. They were pleasant people to be around, had good personalities. They seemed kind-hearted. But as Barry said in his testimony, it takes more than being nice and kind-hearted. It takes more than that to go to heaven. I suspect there'll be millions of nice folks the way we look at it. Nice folks. But without Jesus, will lift up their eyes in hell. Please don't do that today. And if you're here and you've been saved, if you're here and you've been saved, let God bless you today. Let God bless you. Let him help you. Are you willing to obey God today? Please, God. Appreciate that song with heads bowed and eyes closed. I know I didn't preach a long time, didn't preach much this morning. But even before I got up to preach, I felt like God was already calling. I felt like in that choir singing that God was speaking to people's hearts. Let me just ask you this. You might be a real nice, good person. Maybe, maybe a very moral person. Or maybe not. See, whichever way it is, if you're not saved, you need to get saved. Are you here today? Let me ask you this. Is there someone here today that's lost without God and you know you need to get saved? You just, you'd acknowledge that just for raising your hand. Well, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Uh, there was another one. I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? If you're here and you're lost and you know you need to be saved, some's already raised their hands, let me ask again. Would there be another one that needs to raise your hand today? Just saying by that, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but just saying by that, by raising your hand, I want to be saved. Pray for me. I, I want to get saved. Well, I appreciate those few that did raise their hands already. Appreciate those three. At least three raised their hands, maybe four. Let me ask you now that are saved, if you're here and you've been saved, but you haven't been living for God like you should, and, and you know that God's a good God, and he's a compassionate God, and he loves you, and you love what he's done for you, and you realize you're failing him, you're not doing what you should for him, would you just raise your hand, acknowledge that, and say, pray for me, I, I really need to get in. Would you just lift your hand up, just admit, I'm, I'm not where I need to be. I need to get in. I need to do something. Oh, I appreciate that hand. What touched my heart. All these hands touched my heart. Would there be another one that's here that's saved and not where you need to be with Jesus? 
Well, let me ask another question. This is, don't ask this very much. Are you here today and you feel like something's wrong in your life? And maybe you can't quite understand it or can't quite explain it. And you just don't really know where you stand, but you know something's not right. And you need the prayers of God's people. Would you raise your hand? Somebody raise your hand to that. I don't see a hand, but I felt like asking that. Listen, let's raise your heads up and open your eyes. I want to say just a word or two and we'll ask them to sing again. God's a, he's such a great God, and God's got all power. And I appreciate those folks that were honest and acknowledged where they stand. That really touched my heart. And, and I, believe, I believe even as I shared that they were people raising their hands, I believe it touched the heart of this church. I could feel it. And I believe, uh, I believe the church is already praying for you, but I believe that might have even uh, moved it up a notch. But I, I want you to do this, and please, please, be honest with yourself and honest with God this morning. When we sing this next song, I'm going to stand down here in the front. I'm going to just ask you that feel like coming, that there's a need in your life. I'm going to ask you to come and pray. We'd like to pray with you this morning. Come this morning while we sing. Come, let's get it fixed. God can handle it. God can fix it. God can take care of it. Will you let him? God won't force his way in on you. But oh, he's standing ready. He said, I stand at the door and knock. He's standing at the door ready today with arms wide open, arms of love wide open, saying, come on home. Come on home. Would you come on home today? Would you obey the Lord? Just let God have his way. Please come. Please move for the Lord. It'll not only help you, but it'll help some other folks too. Come on right now. Please come. Please come. Whoever you are, Whatever your situation is, whatever you've done or not done, it puts you in the wrong. God still loves you. He still cares about you. If you're saved, you need to be, you need to be in fellowship with God, in fellowship with the church, living for the Lord, being a light to people around you. And you can and will be if you follow the Lord. Everybody can. Please come. If you just need to come, maybe you've already done your praying. Maybe you just need to come and tell the church about it. Do that. And again, if you're here today and lost, why stay lost? Why stay lost? Would you come today? Come on. Come on. Where could I go? No place else to go but to the Lord. Come on. Come on home. Oh, listen. We're not here to pick on you or make you feel bad. Judge you. Heaven's sakes, no. We're here because we love you. We love you because God loves you. He put that love in our heart. We'd just like to see you get things fixed up. just can't hardly quit this morning. I, I just, maybe another song. Somebody's needing to come. And I beg you, 
come. Don't leave here unsatisfied this morning. If God's speaking to your heart, please obey the Lord. There's some that I'm really, uh, really, really heavily burdened for this morning. And I just beg of you, if God's speaking to you, you can do so much and you can be so blessed by being in fellowship with God. If you're lost, you need to get saved. If you're saved, you need to repent and get in while you can. Sing when you're ready. Be seated. We turn over to the next baby shower for Amy Huntry Cantrell March 11th from 1 until 4 and that will be at the Bath Township House uh, that's given by uh, Catherine Hunter and you can RSVP and she's registered at Target and Amazon uh, and so we'll announce this again uh, maybe next week and then we'll put this on the board so you can see the information and we announced this uh, last week but we've been invited to an ordination service uh, down by Louisville at Mount Washington Missionary Baptist Church. That's where Tim Jones is the pastor. They're ordaining Zach Wilson, which is uh, Tim's son-in-law, and Aaron Huffman and Adam Jewell. And so uh, we'll announce, continue to announce this, but the ordained men uh, may want to consider that. And, Dad, you told me that they had changed the times on this maybe. Uh, so we'll just maybe converse and get that time, the new time, and announce that next week. Okay. Um, we do have youth group today, and that is for all ages, and we're going to be here until 3. Um, we are going to be having pizza out in the fellowship hall, and then um, we're going to be going with Heather and Barry to deliver some valentines to some of our widowers and shut-ins. So if you're able to stay today, that would be great, and we'll be staying until 3, like I said. Um, next Sunday, Lord willing, we're supposed to go to Pleasant View um, and follow Cooper, um, we're going to be meeting here at 9.30 and then heading to Pleasant View, and then we will um, be eating up there, and then we'll come back then right after that. Um, and also, um, if you have been one that's been selling um, the Padronis cards, um, please bring me back those cards if you have not sold them, um, or, and bring back the money if you have sold some. Um, 
So it's been a little while, but we're going to get the young adults meeting started back up. Um, Neil and Sarah have been having for a long time, but they kind of got their hands full now. So um, myself and Brittany is going to kind of head that up a little bit. We're going to have it at our house on, what is it, February 25th. Um, if you're graduated high school, come. If you're younger than me, come. If you're older than me and you want to help teach, come. So, um, but it's a, it's going to be a good time just get together and visit with each other. And Young adults was a great help to me when I was younger. And uh, uh, I just think it's a good time to get together. Anytime we can get together and talk about the Lord and uh, share some advice and some uh, Bible is, is always good. So uh, bring a snack, no kids. Uh, we're going to send ours away. And just so that we can kind of focus on being together. If people have topics of, that they want to study or learn about, we'll talk about that on the 25th also and just kind of keep it rolling. So the 25th at 6 p.m., Brittany's house. Thank you. Just would like to see anybody who works with the church camp registration up front for a few minutes. Okay. All right, that Linda uh, clarified uh, the Amy at the baby shower for that's uh, Danny and Bonnie Hunter's granddaughter. Okay. Anything else? Thank you for. Okay, appreciate that. Anything else? Thank you for being here today, especially our visitors. Please come back, keep coming. Nothing else, we'll ask you to stand. Let's bow our heads and pray. Ask Brother Lowell to pray a dismissal and ask.